Frontier Missions Journal. Stories of hope for the unreached with Adventist Frontier Missions. The following story was written by Dale Goodson about two little missionary children in the faraway island of Palawan in the country of the Philippines. Dad, Seth Miller, recorded and narrated this story. We call it Luke, Bibi, Lily, and the Sick Uncle. Luke is 13 years old and lives in the mission field with his parents and younger sister Lily. Luke and Lily live in Brooks Point, Palawan in the Philippines, close to Mountain View Farms. Mountain View Farm is not your typical farm because it was developed to support missionary activity up in the mountains. One of the ways it does this is by offering a place for mountain people to stay when they are sick and need to be close to a hospital, or when they have left the hospital but are not yet strong enough to climb back up to their mountain homes. People from both groups are able to live on the farm until they are strong and healthy again. Whenever sick children stay at the farm, Luke and Lily enjoy the opportunity to make new friends and perhaps learn a few more words in the local language. One such girl they met was named Bibi. After a couple of weeks, Bibi felt much better and they had become great friends. When their daily chores were done, the farm had plenty of space for the children to ride bicycles and play with their dog. And there were plenty of little kittens to go around. They started and ended every day with special time to worship God. Our story begins on Friday afternoon. As the sun sank lower in the afternoon sky, Luke and Lily were busily helping their parents make preparations for Sabbath. sure you know what I am talking about. They were sweeping floors, preparing food, and getting ready to welcome the Lord's Sabbath together as the sun went down. But up in the mountains, things were different. An old man called Mentapang was sick, very sick, and the people who were closest to him were wondering what to do. So as Luke and Lily snuggled into bed that night, missionaries up in the mountains talked with his family, and they made the decision that dear old Mentapan would need to be carried out. He would need to go to the hospital, and when he felt better, he would need to stay at the farm. Strong men were then selected to do the carrying, and one of them went out and found a sturdy bamboo pole. He cut it long enough that it would stretch between two men's shoulders with enough space between them to hang a hammock. Then Mentapan was carefully placed in the hammock and the men picked up the pole and began to carry their sick friend along a narrow trail. Up the far side of the mountain they went, then across the top, 
and back down again on the side facing the ocean. In some places, the trail was just wide enough to place their foot and had a steep drop off on one side. One slip and they'd all be in trouble. In other places, the trail was so steep you could reach out and touch the trail behind you as you climbed down. They crossed streams over and over and clambered over slippery rocks. And they did it all at night. And they did it with a bamboo pole resting on their shoulders and with poor sick Mentapong dangling there in the hammock between them. How he managed to keep from falling out of the hammock is a mystery, but he did. Missionaries in the mountains gave Luke's parents a phone call letting them know that Mentapang was on his way. They also asked if someone could bring the mission truck to the end of the trail and meet him. A few minutes later, a voice was heard near Luke's bed. Luke, Luke, I need you to get up, son. Mama. Maman means uncle in the Palawana language. Maman, Montepang is sick. We need to climb the mountain and help the carriers bring him down so we can take him to the hospital. Do you want to get up and go with me? Luke sat up and stretched his arms. He tried to wake up, but it wasn't easy. Wasn't this the Sabbath? He should be resting now, not getting up at midnight to climb a mountain. But Mom and Montepang was sick, and if Jesus was there, he would definitely help him. So Luke got up, and a few minutes later, another quiet voice was heard in the darkness. Bibi, Bibi, are you awake? Hello, Bibi, wake up. We need to go to the mountains to get Mom and Montepang. He is sick, and they are carrying him down the mountain. Do you want to go with us? Pretty soon, another precious child was stretching her arms, brushing sleepy hair out of her face. The rooster hadn't crowed yet. How could it be time to get up? Who is sick, she asked. Mom and Montepong? Her eyes opened wider as she rolled off her mat and stood up. She was tired, that's true but it would be fun to go with her new friend Luke and climb the mountains to help Mama Mentapong. It was worth putting her dreams aside for a few hours. I'm coming, she replied, then quickly got ready to go and headed out to the mission truck. They all climbed in, the engine roared to life, and soon the little rescue team was bouncing this way and that as the truck made its way along the bumpy road. Eventually they arrived at the foot of the mountain. They got out of the truck and turned their flashlights on. Son, remember to watch out for snakes. Right, Dad, Luke replied. Snakes and scorpions, right? Right. With that, they began their walk through the darkness. The flashlight was both a curse and a blessing. For while it allowed Luke and Bibi to see, it also allowed the bugs to see. And bugs love lights. Oh, how the bugs love light. 
and everywhere Luke walked, he was surrounded by a cloud of tiny tropical bugs flying all around his face, getting in his hair, and crawling on his arms. It was enough to make him want to go home. But somewhere up ahead of them, a sick mama Montepon was being carried down the mountains in a hammock. This wasn't a good time to stop and go home. It was a time to help. So doing his best to ignore the bugs, Luke walked beside his friend Bibi and continued on up the trail. Neither Luke nor his father were raised in the mountains like these and both of them struggled with the rough terrain. Bibi was different. She was born in these mountains and she knew the trail well. It was good to have her for a friend and it was good that she was feeling better and could come along. She was used to the bugs and she didn't need to wear shoes. The skin on the bottoms of her feet were so thick it was even better than shoes and allowed her to scamper over the rocks, logs, and mud like a little mountain goat and not lose her balance. And so the three of them walked along the trail together. Luke, his father, and a tough little mountain girl named Bibi, a girl that didn't need to wear shoes. About an hour later, the two groups finally met and a young missionary lady from up in the mountains said a special prayer for Mama Mentipan. Then she turned and headed back into the mountains, and Luke's little group turned and headed back down the trail. As they walked, Luke tried to shine his flashlight on all the slippery places so those carrying the hammock could see. He also kept on the lookout for snakes and scorpions. But sometimes he would start slapping the bugs on his arms or face or try to poke one that was crawling in his ear. Getting sidetracked made it easier to kick a rock in the darkness and stumble. As soon as he did, he would wake up to his job again and pay more attention to the trail. When they finally arrived back at the mission truck, Muntipong was carefully placed inside. Then as the truck made its way to the hospital, Luke yawned, closed his eyes, and tried to get comfortable. Bibi tried to, but the truck bounced around too much for either of them to return to their dreams. But at six o'clock the next morning, long after the rooster crowed, and the little kittens had begun to jump on each other and bite their mommy's ear. Muntipan was safely in the hospital, and the little mission truck finally drove back home. The engine was turned off, and all three members of the rescue team dragged themselves out of the truck. In no time at all, Luke was back in bed, and Bibi was snuggled comfortably on her mat. And now, finally both of them closed their eyes and quietly drifted off to whatever dreams take kind children, to wherever dreams take kind children. Three days later, Mentipong had improved enough and they were able to go back to the hospital, get him and bring him to the farm. When he was asked what he was thinking about when he was swinging back and forth in the hammock and they were carrying him down the mountain, Mama Mentipang had one answer, God, that's it. All I could think about was God, he said, just God. 
Luke and Lily fully embraced their roles as little missionaries and enjoyed encouraging him and going to the market to buy him fresh bananas, beans, papayas, eggs, and whatever else they thought he needed. Lily even had a special prayer ministry for him. Then one morning, eight-year-old Lily had an idea. We bring him food every day, she said. We should try cooking him something to eat. After a quick trip to the market, she and Luke stood before the stove preparing a meal of beans, onions, and tomatoes. And after seasoning it all with a little garlic, salt, and soy sauce, carried off their offering out the door and headed over to the farm. Here you go, Mom and Mantapan, we brought you something to eat. The kind old uncle loved Jesus, and I am sure that as he ate the meal these precious children had prepared for him, he must have asked Jesus to bless them. And I have no doubt but that Jesus heard that prayer, for he hears the prayers of all his children. I believe he blessed them too. And if you decide to be a missionary wherever you are, and you try to help those around you, I believe that this same Jesus will notice what you are doing and will bless you too. Hey kids, would you like to be a missionary too, just like Luke and Lily? God may be calling you to the mission field to tell the unreached about Jesus. You know, some of them have never, ever heard the name of Jesus before. Ask your parents about it. Who knows? <laughs> they might even decide to go as missionaries with you. Oh, you can also listen to our podcast each week on your favorite podcasting app by subscribing to Frontier Missions Journal and never miss another episode again. Well, that's all the time we have for today. God bless.